Babbel.com. Language for life. Why Babbel? When you want to learn new, a new language, you want to be able to actually use it with real people in the real world. Every part of Babbel's is designed with that goal in mind. Designed by pros. Lessons with realistic scenarios designed by over 100 linguists. Use what you learn. Interactive dialogues that get you speaking confidently. Learn on any device. Compatibility with most devices with lessons that are only 10 to 15 minutes long. Remember everything. Reviews that bring back everything you've learned. Number one selling language learning app. Download the app today and start learning language for your everyday life from the App Store or Google Play. Choose how you learn. To start with Babbel, choose your plan that works best for you. Babbel app subscription. Get unlimited access to hundreds of award-winning lessons designed for all learners based on level and time commitment. Bible, Babbel live subscription. You'll have access to live virtual classes taught by top language teachers available at a variety of days, times, and levels, plus access to all Babbel online lessons. People love Babbel. Thousands of five-star reviews. Publications love Babbel. The Wall Street Journal, Business Insiders, CNN, Forbes, the New York Times, The Washington Post, USA Today, at CNET. You can choose from the following languages. Spanish, French, German, Italian, Russian, Portuguese, Turkey, Dutch, Swedish, Polish, Norwegian, Indonesian, Danish. Over 10 million subscriptions sold. Plushcare.com. Healthcare that makes you smile. Virtual primary care and mental health treatment when you need it. Get personalized high-quality health care by taking two top U.S. medical doctors all from the ease of your smartphone. Care for you and the ones you love most. High quality. Plushcare's high-skilled online doctors are ta- trained at the top 50 U.S. medical schools with an average of 15 years of experience. Our, their online doctors give you and your entire family the peace of mind you should expect from your health care provider. Convenient? Just book an appointment, chat via video on your smartphone, and pick up your prescription from your pharmacy. Their advanced technology is integrated with most major insurers, labs, and pharmacies. Affordable. Training. Talking to an online doctor has never been easier and more affordable for just your copay or $9.99 per visit. $99 per visit. You can get quality care from one of their highly skilled online doctors. They are in network with most major insurers in the U.S. and provide care in all 50 states, over 415,000 patients cared for. Good morning. Here is Laura Ingalls Wilder's Farmer Boy, Chapter 4, titled Surprise. Every day at noon, the Woodhalls came down Hard Scrubber Hill and the boys hitched their sleds to the bobsleds runners and rode away down the road. But they went only a little way and came back in time. Only Big Bill Ritchie and his friends didn't care how soon Mr. Course tried to punish punish them. One day they were gone until after recess. When they came tramping into the schoolhouse, they all grinned imprudently impudently at Mr. Course. He waited until they were in their seats. Then he stood up pale and he said, If this occurs again, I shall punish you. Everybody knew what would happen next day. When Royal and Amonso reached home that night, they told Father, Amonzo said it wasn't fair. Mr. Course wasn't big enough to fight even one of those big boys, and they would all jump on him at once. I wish I was big enough to fight him, he said. Son, Mr. Course hired out to teach at school. 
father answered, the school trustees were fair and above board with him. They told him what he has undertaken. He undertook it. It's his job, not yours. But maybe they'll kill him, Monzo said. That's his business, said father. When a man undertakes a job, he has to stick to it till he finishes it. If course is a man I think he is, he'd thank nobody for interfering. Almanza couldn't help saying again, It isn't fair. He can't fight all five of them. I wouldn't wonder if you'd be surprised, son, father said. Now, you boys get a hustle on. These chores can't wait all night. So Almanza went to work and did not say any more. All next morning, while he sat holding up his primer, he could not study. He was dreading what was going to happen to Mr. Course. When the primer class was called, he could not read the lesson. He had to stay in with with the girls at recess, and he wished he could lick Bill Ritchie. At, at noon, he went out to play, and he saw Mr. Ritchie, Ritchie, Bill's father, coming down the hill on his loaded bobsled. All the boys stood where they were and watched Mr. Ritchie. He was a big, rough man with a loud voice and a loud laugh. He was proud of Bill because Bill could thrash school teachers and break up the school. Nobody ran too fast on a sled behind Mr. Richie's bobsled, but Bill and the other big boys climbed up on his load of wood. They rode talk, loudly talking around the bend of the wood of the road and out of sight. The other boys did not play anymore. They stood and talked about what would happen. When Mr. Course rapped on the window, they went in soberly and soberly sat down. That afternoon, nobody knew the lessons. Mr. Course called up class after class, and they lined up with their toes on the crack in the floor, but they could not answer his questions. Mr. Course did not punish anybody. He said, we will have the same lesson again tomorrow. Everybody knew that Mr. Course would not be there tomorrow. One of the little girls began to cry. Then three or four of them put their heads down on their chest and sobbed. Amonzo had to sit still in the seat and look at his primer. After a long time, Mr. Course called him to the desk to see if he could read the lesson now. Amonzo knew every word of it, but there was a lump in his throat that would not let the words out. He stood looking at the page while Mr. Course waited. Then they heard the big boys coming. Mr. Course stood up and put his chin hand, he put his thin hand gently on Amonzo's shoulder. He turned him around and said, Go to your seat, Amonzo. The room is still. Everybody is waiting. The big boys came up the path and clattered to the entry, hooting and jostling one another. The door banged open and Big Bill Ritchie swaggered in. The other big boys were behind him. Mr. Course looked at them and did not say anything. Bill Ritchie laughed in his face and still he did not speak. The big boys jostled Bill and he jeered again at Mr. Course. Then he led them all tramping loudly down the aisle to their seats. Mr. Course lifted the lid of his desk and dropped one hand out of sight behind the race lid. He said, Bill Ritchie, come up here. Big Bill jumped up and tore off his coat, yelling, Come on, boys. He rushed up the aisle. Amonzo felt sick inside. He, did not wa- he didn't want to watch, but he couldn't help it. Mr. Course stepped away from his desk. His hand came from behind the desk lid, and a long, thin, black streak hissed through the air. It was a black thick ox whip, 50 feet long. Mr. Course held a short handle loaded with iron that could kill an ox. The thin, long slash lash coiled around Bill's legs, and Mr. Course jerked. Bill lurched and almost fell. Quick as black lightning, the lash circled and stuck and coiled again, and again Mr. Course jerked. Come up here, Bill Ritchie, he said, jerking Bill toward him and and backing away. Bill could not reach him. Faster and faster, the lash was hissing and crackling, coiling and jerking, and more and more quickly, Mr. Course backed away, jerking Bill almost off his feet, up and down. They went in the open space in front of the desk. The lash kept coiling and tripping. Bill, Mr. Course, kept running backward and striking. 
but the last kept coiling and tripping Bill. Mr. Corse kept running backward and striking. Bill's trousers were cut through. His shirt was slashed. His arms bleeding from the bite of the glass. It came and went, hissing too fast to be seen. Bill rushed and, and the floor shook when the whiplash jerked him over backward. He got up swearing and tried to reach the teacher's chair too thorough. The lash jerked him around. He began to bawl like a calf. He blubbered and begged. The lash kept on hissing, circling, jerking. Bit by bit, it jerked Bill to the floor. Mr. Corpse threw him headlong into the entry and slammed and locked the door. Turning quickly, he said, Now, John, come on up. John was in the aisle, staring. He whirled around and tried to get away, but Mr. Corpse took a quick step, caught him with a whiplash, and jerked him forward. Oh, please, please, teacher, John's begged. Mr. Corpse did not answer. He was panting and sweat trickled down his cheek. The whiplash was coiling and hissing. Jerking John to the door, Mr. Corse threw him out of the slam door and turned. The other big boys had got the window open. One, two, three, they jumped out into the deep snow and floundered away. Mr. Corse coiled the whip neatly and laid it in his desk. He whipped his face. He wiped his face with his handkerchief, straightened his collar, said, Royal, will you please close the window? Royal tiptoed to the window and shut it. Then Mr. Corse called the arithmetic class. Nobody knew this lesson. All the rest of the afternoon, no one knew a lesson, and there was no reason that afternoon. Everybody had forgotten it. Mahansa could hardly wait till school was dismissed, and he could rush out with the other boys, and yeah, the big boys were licked. Mr. Course had licked Bill Richard's gang from Hart's Gravel Settlement. But Amonso did not know the best part of, of it till he listened to his father talking to Mr. Course that night at supper. The boys didn't throw you out, Royal tells me. Father said, no, Mr. said Mr. Course, thanks to your black snake whip. Amonzo stopped eating. He sat and licked the father. Father had known all the time. It was pa Father's black slick whip that had bested Big Bill Ritchie. Amonzo was sure that Father was the smartest man in the world, as well as the biggest and strongest. Father was talking. He said that while the big boys were riding on Mr. Ritchie's bobsled, they had told Mr. Ritchie that they were going to thrash a teacher that afternoon. Mr. Ritchie thought it was a good joke. He was so sure the boys would do it that he told everyone in town they had done it, and on his way home, he had stopped to tell Father that Bill had thrashed Mr. Course and broken up the school again. Amonzo thought how surprised Mr. Ritchie must have been when he got home and saw Bill. Thank you for listening to this chapter of Laura Ingalls Wilder's Farmer Boy. Stay safe, have a good week, and thank you for listening.